This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome to the Agenda with myself, Sean Bradbury, and to my left, Paul Ghost, it's the main man. Ghost, how are you getting on? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too bad, Sean. Yeah, how are you? Very well, very yeah. well. The Reds are obviously eight points clear at the top of the league, which is which is boosting my mood no end. But to bring it down a little bit, we're going to just talk about some devastating injuries that are, uh, you know, or hopefully not set to unravel this entire season. No, I'm, I'm joking, of course. But we're going to look at Salah and Robertson's ankle knocks and what that could mean for the Reds. What. Um, the situation is with regards to the next game of Palace and just assess the severity of them and, and, and take a look at the situation. But so far this season, Gorsley, in terms of injuries, we've not done too badly, have we? We obviously had the situation with Alisson, but Adrian stepped up mm. and delivered a great spell for the Reds and you know essentially solved that one. Alisson's back, he looks sharp. He's been very good in the games he's been he's been back for so far. Okay, you've got the Matip situation as well, but Lovren's, Lovren's doing all right pretty much in, in his absence. So... How do you think it's been so far? Not not too significant for the Reds in, in, on the injury front? No, and it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because before the season, a lot of people wanted more transfers, more incomings, as they invariably do. And, and a lot of it was based around this strange idea that Liverpool were going to be beset by injuries from mm. day one. And Salah was going to get injured and Mane was going to get injured. And so was Van Dijk by virtue of them not being injured last season, which isn't doesn't really... It doesn't really line up, does it? I mean, no. it, it does not. That's not how it works. Um, and then when Allison pulled up inside the first half against Norwich on the eighth of August, some people were possibly saying "told you so." And uh, it hasn't really. I mean, other than Allison, Allison was out for what over two months. Mm. The pool haven't really had too much in the way of injuries since then, have they? Joel Matup now he's going to be out for the next. You know, I mean, we don't know. There's no time frame on his injury at the moment and I'm sure Jürgen Klopp will give an update in his press conference next Friday but at the moment uh, it looks like he's going to be out for Crystal Palace but other than that Liverpool are not doing too bad on the, on the injury front it's looking like uh, Salah and Robertson are, are going to be you know, touch and go and at the moment they're both rated as doubtful we had the story on, on our website yesterday um, Robertson has withdrawn from the Scotland squad mm. that's flying to Cyprus for Saturday so um, no no flying for him is, is probably going to be a good thing for his swollen ankle. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's going to be staying with Scotland for the next few days and then coming back to Merseyside and seeing how it goes. Salah, he he was another one who basically didn't want to miss out and, and he was desperate to go with the, with the national team, but then um, they released those pictures of him in the, in yeah. the cast, didn't they, yesterday? Um, he, he actually walked out of Anfield on Sunday after the game against Manchester City and wasn't limping, wasn't showing no signs of injury. So it's quite interesting he's been put in that in that cast. I mean, I'm pretty certain it, it would be just precautionary at this stage, mm. but um, we, we were told yesterday that um, both players are doubtful. But generally, Liverpool have been okay on the injury front. I think if they do miss Palace, I don't think it's going to be one that will keep them out any longer than, than the Palace game. But no. uh, maybe, maybe Salah is... He just can't seem to shake off this ankle problem, can he, that he picked up against Leicester from that shocking challenge from Hamza Chowdhury back in the first week of October. Mm. He missed Manchester United because of it and he got brought off against Tottenham, I think, um, due to the, the same issue. But generally, um, Liverpool are doing okay on the injury front. Mm. Well, let's those two we mentioned, Robertson and Salah, let, let's take a look at them in turn. Obviously, 
you mentioned the update you had yesterday on on the pair of them and Robertson's injury. And he's he spoken today as well, actually, about yeah. missing Scotland's games, how it's a big disappointment for him. And he actually revealed he's kind of been managing yeah. this situation, missing parts of training. I know it's it's one of them, isn't it? As as people who cover the Merseyside clubs and obviously you know fans of Liverpool, you, you always want to see players kind of give their best for the club and almost put the club ahead of the country. And it's not something, you know, that, that happens all the time, but I'm not saying that's exactly what Robertson's done in this case, but he kind of almost said, you know, it's not very often I act selfishly, which I think is a bit of a, he's, he's over egging it slightly there. It's not a selfish thing to protect yourself from injury, but mm. is it refreshing? Is it, is it, I think it's the right call that he's, that he's decided to withdraw and protect himself? I think so. Uh, he's obviously the, the captain of Scotland and, and he's, he's their best player by some distance and he'd be so disappointed to miss out on, on the games because he, you know, he, he's a proud uh, Scotland international, mm. he's a Scotland captain. But I, I suppose he he probably is doing the right thing if this ankle injury has stopped them from training and it's been carefully managed over the last few weeks. And he missed the Arsenal game, didn't he, in the Carabao mm. Cup, and he missed the Ghent game in the Champions League because of this injury, which uh, I think was a surprise to a lot of people when he came out with those comments. Um, certainly through his performances, you'd never know that he was carrying a knock. So, um, yeah, I suppose he's probably looked at it and thought, this is possibly the, the chance where I can literally put, put his foot up for the next week, uh, rest up, get that ankle back to, to full fitness. And the games he's missing for Scotland, you'd possibly expect him to beat Cyprus and Kazakhstan, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Certainly the Kazakhs. So um, he's, he's probably picked his moment and it's the right one to, to rest up. And hopefully he, he will be well enough to play against Palace on um, November 23rd. Mm. I think... That perception you were talking about the at the beginning of this pod, the the, the injury thing and fans having a little bit of concern. I, I wonder whether it stems from the fact that you know the, the front three in particular. I mean, when we want to sell now, and they they almost seem kind of indestructible. And I think I, I've at times thought myself, you know, have we been a little bit lucky? Are we are we kind of due an injury to one of those front three? But you look at Salah, thirty six games in his first season, he played all thirty eight in the league last season, eleven so far, only missing the one you mentioned at United. Yeah. It's like he's got that kind of Suarez-esque capacity to just pick himself up and dust himself off, doesn't want to miss a game whatsoever. But looking at his situation, we'll, we'll do them both in turn. If the worst comes to the worst for the Palace game and then missing, how do you think Salah would be replaced? Is it you know a case of switching Mane to the right, get Origi in there? Might we see Shaqiri back for that one? Not sure about Shaqiri, actually. That, that, that's an interesting one. He, he's almost become the forgotten man, hasn't he? Mm. Seeing him at Anfield for the open training against... Not Genk, uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Mm. Uh, he was there, but he didn't train. He, he left early. And that's pretty much the last time he, he's been seen or sighted in, in, in a Liverpool, um, Liverpool capacity. It's a, it's a really interesting one with him. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously offer an update on him. But uh, he had a calf injury, didn't he? Which um, they were um, taking a, you know the same time frame as Alisson, who had the, the, a similar type of injury. That kept him out for over two months. So... Uh, we'll see where we are with Jadon Shaqiri. I'd expect if Salah does miss out, there's a few options, isn't there? I mean, Alex mm. Oxlade-Chamberlain could, could come into that yeah. front line. He's been in great goal-scoring form over the last, last few games, hasn't he? Um, but I'd expect Divock Origi to, to take a place somewhere along that front three. Maybe, um, as you say, on the left, and Mane would be brought back onto the right. Mm. And then Robertson, again, if the worst came to the worst and he has to miss this one. I think this is where it could get a little bit interesting because... You'd say maybe Milner's the default option to to fill in at left back, but then you think back to last season and 
it, it was it was a mad game that one against Palace. Cause I think Milner actually he got a little bit of a chase in the times from mm-hmm. from Zahar and he, did he get sent off? It was, a, it was at the very end. Yeah, yeah. John Moss. Yeah, but then he also I think he, he put a good cross and he got an assist. It was a kind of a battle where he did not quite gave as good as he got, but he got down the other end. He wasn't just pegged back defending and struggling for the entire game. But maybe you'd look ahead and think, well, Palace could potentially seek to threaten down that side and put Zahar on Milner again and try and prey on what happened last season. Is there a case then maybe for uh, a man we haven't seen at left-back for a while, but Joe Gomez out there? Maybe. Uh, Milner was playing right-back on, on that day at Anfield and Crystal Palace are probably better suited to playing away from home with, with the mm. pace on the counter-attack, particularly Zahar. And if you're playing in an unfamiliar position, the last player you want coming at you is probably Wilfred Zaha, isn't it? Certainly in the Premier League. Um, so it was uh, maybe an afternoon to forget for James Milner getting sent off in the closing stages. Rafa Camacho, actually with a, a goal-saving tackle, wasn't it, to preserve that 4-3 win, was mm-hmm. it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd, I, w- I wouldn't be too too disappointed to see James Milner at left-back. I don't think he... I mean, he always gives gives it his all, doesn't he, um, wherever he's asked to play. And I, I, I think he obviously doesn't offer the same... Um, thrust that Robertson offers on that left side who's let's face it he's one of the best left backs in Europe yeah. um, but I wouldn't be too um, too uneasy about seeing Milner on the left side of the fence but it could be an option for Joe Gomez and I know that was that was part of the thinking for Liverpool not going after a specialist left back in the summer was because Jürgen Klopp thought that he could have James Milner playing there and or Joe Gomez mm. Well, I think we've got, got Jürgen boxed off there with his changes in case he needs to make them. There's, there's certainly options to fill in in both those positions. And like Gorsi says, I think the Reds, you would imagine, should be okay going to that game, um, even if both those players are missing and giving a good account of themselves. So we shall see. Ice packs on the ankles of Robertson and Salah for the next two weeks. And hopefully uh, all is well by the time that Palace game comes around. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.